0: What's up? Welcome to the Cousin Collective Podcast. Today I'm solo hosting. I'm Corinne. Let's dive right in. So the other day, I had a couple days to myself and I had the brilliant idea of starting a Wes Anderson Marathon. And basically, here's my take from his historiography and ranking. And just a disclaimer, I have not seen The French Dispatch yet, but I hope to soon. So the 10th film will not be featured in today's episode. So to start off with number 9, we have Moonrise Kingdom. (laughs) I'm just going to leave this sweet and simple. Do not hate me but subjectively my least favorite Wes Anderson film is Moonrise Kingdom. And not that it's a bad movie, I mean it's beautiful and I love Ed Norton and Bruce Willis, the camp counselor was my favorite character, but I did not emotionally connect to it like many others. I felt it was a bit overrated and the protagonist, the kid girl and the kid boy weren't really likable to me. Um, Nothing was really memorable in the movie for me, and sadly, I do not desire to rewatch it. But that's simply why I'm going to place it at number nine. Now, at number eight, we have Isle of Dogs. Now, this movie was sort of boring to me. The characters were kind of lackluster, and there was no real connection to me, um, to the story or the characters. And I can say it wasn't the language barrier, because other than the claymation, the Japanese aspect is really, really cool. I might have to rewatch it and move it up a bit, but for now, it's going to go at rank 8. And at number 7, we have Life Aquatic. There's a lot of subplots, and you don't really know what's going to happen. It's very unpredictable, Um, but other than that, William Dafoe has a great performance, but I think the award would go to Bill Murray. It's probably one of his top 15 most... um, uh, What's the word? One of his... Best um, film. He's in. Uh, his character is very unique and eccentric. And in this movie, there's just one thing that actually is reoccurring in like a lot of his uh, Wes Anderson's movies, where he crams a bunch of characters in one shot with a wider angle lens. It's super um, neat in this movie because since it takes place on a submarine, they're all crammed in, and um, you can see. <laughs> You can see that the uh, submarine is kind of older. It's like before CGI and all this stuff. But I just think that those shots that he does is really cool. And the last thing I'd have to add is, um, which is my favorite aspect of the movie, is the amazing soundtrack the movie has. The singer, which I'm not going to butcher his name, he covers a lot of David Bowie's biggest hits. And for me, honestly, it took the movie to a whole nother height. And that was probably my favorite thing about the movie at number six we have Rushmore. If I had to put my finger on why this movie was so low on my list it's probably the whole the main character falling in love with the older woman I didn't necessarily connect with that much. That plot line was not my favorite and I'm also not entirely intrigued with coming-to-age films but Jason Schwartzman is one of my favorite actors and even at such a young age he played the role very well. It's very interesting to see Anderson's style evolve over time, and this movie was cute, it was quirky, likable. The main character, he was funny. I mean, you have to admit, he was funny, and a lot of quotes came out of this movie um, that stuck in my head, and a lot of scenes that were just just flat out hilarious. Likeable main characters, you can obviously tell, is a repeating criteria for me, Um, but Rushmore, it's very low on my list, but I enjoyed it, and without a doubt, I would recommend it. It just wasn't up there with a lot of my other favorites now at number five we have Bottle Rocket this being Wes Anderson's debut movie is very ironic simply because this was the movie I began with not knowing it was his first movie <laughs> Um but I really enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I would I mean it was hilarious it was a easy watch I mean it was understandable and like you didn't have to have a lot of context behind it or anything but It's low budget, and it's kind of an outlier because he hadn't really developed his style at this point. This was a great movie to get a feel for his movies. I mean, even though it was less Wes Anderson-y. I mean, if you know what I mean, out of all of his movies. But I'm very glad I watched it. Now, at number four, we have Fantastic Mr. Fox. I, I don't know why that movie title is so hard to say. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Anyway, um, fun fact, I was the dad fox for Halloween this year, and it was so much fun. I used to have a disdain towards this movie because we watched it so much in seventh grade, which was why, in fact, I said it was a brilliant idea to rewatch these movies because I knew I had a profound fear of claymation movies when I was younger due to the movie Gumby (laughs) And and Fantastic Mr. Fox, but I mean it's such a great movie. It really blows other other movies out of the water with the fascinating dialogue and the attention to detail on each scene. So what the cuss? Why would I not put it at number four? <laughs> and at number three, we have the Grand Budapest Hotel. The movie that we've all been waiting for on my list. It is most successful and most known out of all the Wes Anderson movies. It's the most Captivating, like objectively, the most captivating Wes Anderson movie. The coloring itself is on a whole other planet. And Ralph Phineas' performance, just it's just amazing. And I don't even have to go into a, a great deal of detail about why this movie is so good because I think I would end up spoiling it. If you love Cher, she Ronin, just watch it. Now, at number two, we have the Royal Tenenbaums. The Tenenbaums are such a great family to watch. I mean they're all dysfunctional yet intriguing, might I add, Ben Stiller, please work with Wes Anderson again. Um, Chaz and his sons were my favorite characters. Every but I mean every character had such a great plot line and subplot lines were good as well. As Screen Rant says, it explores the film's themes of regret, loss, redemption, and in an irresistibly charming fashion and for number one the movie we've all been waiting for which honestly i've been so excited to talk about my number one darjeeling limited and if you know me like if you're in my family you know that i have like um an inside joke i guess or story behind this Um, I wanted to get a cat a couple months ago for my birthday, didn't end up getting one, but I went around like two pet Marts and I saw this one cat named Darjeeling and I was like, oh my gosh. Now a lot of people know or like this movie Darjeeling Limited and this cat's name is Darjeeling and it was so, it was a tuxedo cat and it was so cute. It was calling my name. I was like, oh man, I have to get this cat. But then the people notified me or they told me that the cat was already adopted. I was so sad. I was so, I was devastated. I honestly was. I just felt like it was a sign that I had to get that cat. I could talk about this movie for a long time, but I'll save you. I won't, I won't. This movie gets such a bad rap, but fortunately I can say it's my favorite out of all the Wes Anderson movies I've seen. The pseudo-spiritual journey of the brothers, the brothers' story they go on, it's just such a great, plot. I mean, I love Adrian Brody, Jason Schwartzman, oh my gosh, that his last name is so hard to say, Schwartzman and Owen Wilson's performances. I can honestly say that they were the best trio ever out of all of the movies I've seen. I loved the train setting, and actually I was on YouTube this morning and I saw one of Adrian Brody's um, interviews saying that that was real, like they, in real time, they filmed on it for five hours going one way, and then they had to wait till the train went back, and they filmed on it for five hours going back, and like, that's so cool. Um, I am probably just a geek for this movie, but I love The Train setting, Yes, and the fact that it was filmed in India was so cool. It's too bad. This movie doesn't connect with other people, but it's, it's just so good. I recommend it for anyone who wants to get a taste of a Wes Henderson style of movies. I probably will buy this movie sometime. But yeah, I really recommend you watching this movie. But with that, I will have to say this was my Wes Anderson movie ranking. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys have a great holiday season, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever you celebrate. Tell your friends and family you love them. And I'll see you next time.